Yo, what up everybody? It's your boy Kev, Sugar Bear Carter, coming to you once again with another episode of What the Hell Is He Talking About? And yes, what the hell am I talking about today is the same stuff I talk about all the time, and that's relationships. Now, welcome me back. I've been out for a few weeks, uh, haven't recorded, and the reason why, I'm going to let you know. I was, or I contracted uh, coronavirus, uh, COVID-19 to be exact. I was isolated and quarantined for 14 days at home in isolation. So I'm back, in effect, 100%. And I feel great. Now, my experience, I'll share with you a little bit. I was at work, came down with a little cough. A lot of people at work was coming down with the virus. So I was at home and I decided to check my temperature just to see if anything was going on, only because I had this little cough, this minor cough. So with the minor cough, I... uh took my temperature, temperature came back at 99.3 the first time, so I took it again later, felt good, was off work anyways, I was on my four days off, and uh, the next day I decided, okay, still got the cough, see if anything progressed, like I said, I wasn't feeling any kind of way or anything like that, so I checked my temperature once again. And my temperature was 100.4. And that's when I said, okay, let me go get tested. So it was precautionary getting tested. So I went and got tested on that Monday. Test results came back probably on Tuesday, but I didn't, they couldn't get, they couldn't reach me. So um, I called them back and on that Wednesday and they told me they were trying to reach me and all that good stuff. But I did come back as positive for coronavirus so they instructed me on what I needed to do and I did that and uh yeah it was it was a weird thing because no symptoms at first just a cough and then all of a sudden I started you know feeling a little some chills a little bit um had a runny nose so it really felt more like a respiratory upper respiratory infection more than it did a um, flu or anything like that. So I, uh, you know, just did what I was supposed to do with, you know, if I had a cold or anything like that, I, you know, fluids, vitamin C, uh, one of my partners, my man, his mom's hooked me up lovely with some herbal oil concoction. It was nasty, but, um, when I took this and it was probably, day five into it or whatever the case may be day six because I was feeling a little you know uh unenergetic and you know couldn't sleep and it w- it was weird it affected me a little bit not much but just enough to be like oh, this is I, got, I can't wait to I get over this because of the cough was really crazy I didn't like the cough and I can tell it was affecting my lungs and stuff like that and one reason I, another reason why I did get tested because, you know, I got hypertension, I got a heart condition and I'm diabetic. So I was like, okay, you know, 
I was, you know, hearing about all these people who had other underlying conditions and getting infected with coronavirus and having a tough go at it. Some people passed away from different, you know, situations that they were dealing with. And I didn't want to be, you know, stressed out and all of that. So I immediately got tested and, you know, there's nothing they really can do for you except for you got to ride it out. It's like, just like a flu, you know? Um, yes, the common flu, which is a form of coronavirus. Um, they have a vaccination for it. They have a vaccine for it. So it's a little different. They treat it different differently, even though it kills more people than coronavirus probably ever will. Um, especially once they do get a vaccine or come up with, you know, something that's going to slow it down or slow the progression where your body develops antibodies to fight it. So, but like I said, I didn't feel all that bad, but I, you know, I did feel the symptoms. I mean, for people who have this misconception that it's all fake, it's all a fraud and all of this stuff, you know, well, if they tested me and I tested positive for something and they told me it was coronavirus, I did feel that shit just so you, just so you individuals know how dare I want to say something else, but I'm trying to be good today a little bit, just a little bit before I really get into the topics. But, um, yeah, so I'm, your boy is back 100%. And, uh, but that concoction my boy's mom made for me, man, the energy that I received after waking up the next day was amazing. And I will pay her to make me that concoction just so I can have it on deck as a regular, you know, regular thing to do because I felt great after all of that. So, um, and, and trust me, I went out to Sprouts and went and developed my own little uh, apothecary so I can stash my oils and, and make my own concoctions, but, you know, do my research, make sure I get the proper oils and not none of these, you know, oils with all these fillers. I need all the natural, uh, good stuff, not that crazy stuff that's going to kill me someday. So, yeah, this, you know, so that's my little experience with coronavirus 19, 2019. That's all it's called, coronavirus disease 2019, because that's the year it started. And just so people, because a lot of people don't know what COVID-19 stands for. The 19 stands for the year it started, 2019. Yes, it's affecting us in 2020, but it's originated in 2019. So with that being said, your boy is back. He's 100%. And once again, for all my friends on Facebook, Instagram, or whatever, I want to thank you for all the prayers, the well wishes, and all that other good stuff. Because if it wasn't for the prayers and, you know, my faith in God and all of that stuff, uh, who knows? But I know I was going to pull through it anyways because I'm more than a conqueror. And I think God has his hands on my life. Cause I've been through so many things in my life and I'll, you know, go into that on the, it'll be the personal podcast. You get to know me and I'll just go into a lot of different things that I've been through in my life and that I'm willing to share for you. Cause I'm a transparent person. So it's all good. All right. Now let's get into the topic. Let's get into the one topic that I really and truly want to talk about. And How's everybody's relationships going? How's everybody's family dynamic going? Hopefully everybody, the coronavirus, especially the isolation and the quarantining and all of that, 
um, the staying at home and all of that, which is something else I got to talk about for a lot of these other cities and states that's opening up, I think, prematurely. Please, I hope and pray to God that because you guys open up too soon or hopefully you didn't open too soon, where you're going to cause a spike in, you know, the amount of uh, virus cases that's probably going to explode as a result. So I'm praying that it doesn't, but I'm hearing murmurs that it is. So we'll see with that. And hopefully you take your ass back home and stay your ass in the house. Like my boy DJ Jazzy Jeff say when he do his, you know, his Instagram and YouTube parties and stuff like that, that stay your ass at home because he was affected and it, you know, was tough on him. I was affected. It was a little tough. It was a little lighter on me. I handle it pretty good. My body has the antibodies, the antibodies now. So um, I know I can fight a little harder than, you know, most people. But so I want to know how your relationships is going. How's everything? I mean, listen, like I said before, coronavirus is going to cause a bunch of things. It's going to allow people to either get closer in their relationships or it's going to drive a wedge in their relationships. Because I think a lot of people before coronavirus was out and about doing their thing and stuff like that. Now, when you can't do your thing in your home, what are you going to do? Huh? What are you going to do? It faces, it forces you to confront those things, you know, get closer to your family. I got, I have coworkers that don't like going home to be with their significant others, which is crazy to me. Home is my refuge. You know what I mean? So um, fix your relationships, fix your friendships, fix your family dynamic. Um, And I hope and I'm hoping and praying that the parents that are staying at home with their kids and their kids are at home. I hope you're not failing your children by not continuing to school them while they're out the remainder of this year. Cause I'm quite sure they have things that there, there are things in place for you to continue to homeschool your kids and keep them on track, especially, especially the younger ones, the kindergartners, the pre preschoolers, the first graders. This is important. I mean, certainly some of the things they learn in during this time is very important. So, Hopefully you're not failing your kids by not doing nothing and allow that little child to play and do all this other stuff and have a good time because you don't have the patience to do those things. It's not that hard. It is not that hard, especially if you want your child to succeed. Now with your relationships, listen, like I said, if 2020 was your year to get married and coronavirus shut it down, and you know for a fact, and I'm quite sure, listen, anybody who's getting married or in a relationship and they know their relationship is trash, you know that for a fact. You know it's trash. You know it's stressful. You know you're going through a lot of stuff. Deal with it. Either deal with it, seek counseling, or put it on hold until y'all fix this stuff because nobody needs to go into a relationship or a marriage especially going into marriage with it all jacked up because I'm a firm believer. I'll say it over and over again. Anytime you go before God, 
whatever your religion is, anytime you go before anything, because marriage is a God-ordained institution, just so you know. You may think otherwise, but you can't get married. You would never been allowed to get married if it wasn't for the God-ordained institution was presented that way. This was years and years ago. Years and years ago. So just so you know, um, if it's trash on the big, on the front side of marriage, oh, it's going to be super trash garbage on the opposite side of marriage, on the other side of I do, just so you know. Fix that shit right now. You know what I'm saying? Fix it now because if, if you don't, if you're going to have a hard time. Not saying that you won't succeed in your marriage and it's going to be a hard road. And I'm not saying you're going to fail in it, but you're going to have to do to put the work in. You have to be willing to put the work in because if not, oh, it's going to fail. It's going to fail. And I don't want it to fail because I feel each and everybody that wants to get married, want to get married, hopefully because you love that individual and, you know, that person, I don't want to say to complete you, but yes, they complete you. They, they're, they're like your that your godsend, your helpmate, all of that good stuff. So do what you need to do to protect your relationships, your marriages, your friendships, all of that good stuff. Coronavirus is allowing for those moments. Take advantage of it. You know, don't don't be out there getting infected and all that other good stuff. Be smart with the social distancing and, you know, staying away. Just like if you don't have to go to the store, you don't have to go anywhere, don't go. You know, don't just go just so you can get out of the house. That's not what you're doing this for. You need to be able to sit your ass at home, stay idle for a little bit. Unless you got some needs, you need to go out and get, you know, some personal items and, you know, household items, food and stuff like that. That's fine. But don't just be out and about just to be out and about. And for the people who looking at people with their face masks on kind of crazy, they're protecting you. So um, if you think they shouldn't be wearing their mask any, in different places, uh, you're the fool, all right? You're the fool. Now, another thing is if you drive it around in your car and you got your mask on, that's some ignorant stuff too. That is dumb too. Remember, coronavirus is not an airborne virus. Now, when I say it's not an airborne virus, I mean it doesn't float in the air and stay up there and travel like that. No, the particles are, are heavy. They're dense. So when somebody sneezes and coughs, it rests on the area or the place where that person has coughed. That's why when you touch them after somebody coughs or sneezes or whatever the case may be, it settles somewhere and it'll settle there for up to seven hours you know, in certain certain conditions. So that's why you got to wipe things down, sanitize your hands, don't touch your face and all that other good stuff. So when you're in your car and you got a mask on, you look dumb. You can do it if you want to, but you do look dumb because you can't get affected if you just, you can't get infected if you're driving around a town in your car with your windows up. You're not going to get infected. Somebody would have to actually actually cough on their hands, touch the inside of your car, 
and you touch your car where they touched and you touch your face or mouth or whatever the case may be, touch your kids and then they're infected. That's the only way that's going down. So it's not an airborne disease. Yes, it floats when it's when you sneeze and cough and talk and, you know, everybody sprays every once in a while when they talk and, you know, the little cough, the clearing of the throat, a sneeze, but it rests on a surface after that. So you got to clean off that surface. All right. Now, this is a segment I like to call dumb shit. All right. I'm going to get into some more relationship stuff a little bit later. But this is the dumb shit episode. Or this is the dumb shit segment of my show. Now it's my observation. So you can say what you want. You know, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? It's my observation. So this is how I feel. And you can comment on it, whatever the case may be. But this is exactly how I feel. So. This goes for men and women. Think women do it more than guys, but this goes to both men and women. All right. The dumbest shit that I've ever seen in my life was somebody tattooing the name of their boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, fiance, uh, some guy that they like, some girl that they like, whatever the case may be, and tattoo their name on their body. Never, I repeat, never tattoo the name of your girlfriend, boyfriend, fiance, wife, husband on your body. First and foremost, I, I'm a firm believer that when, once that happens, the breakup is inevitable. Inevitable. I don't know. I've just seen it too many times. It may not be that way 100%. It may not be 100% true what I'm saying, but I've seen it over and over again. Somebody tattooed their name on somebody, on themselves, their, their mate, their son's father that they was in love with, and whatever the case may be. They may have even have the same name. But you know, truly, truly, deep down inside, you tattooed the name of that father, not the son, on your body because you did it in a certain kind of way. If you do your children, you make sure you notice your child. You let everybody know that's your child. You put the date of birth and all that other good stuff. You may even put a portrait of your your child on your your body. That's fine and dandy because it's your child. It's going to always be with you forever. That guy, that woman may not be. And for the most part, they do leave. They disappear. It's dumb shit. That is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. And that's the dumbest shit I think anybody could ever do. It's almost like you just branded yourself as property. That's all you did. You just branded. It's like you like cattle. You go to the, the OK Corral Ranch and they brand OK Corral on the side of that cow to let everybody know that's my cow. You done tattooed. Jeremy's name on your body now you Jeremy's property that's dumb that is so dumb tattoo artists probably get a kick out of watching you know all y'all coming in there to get these uh cover-ups I know I would be dumb just don't do it well I'm not I'm not gonna tell you not to do it 
this is called the dumb shit segment, my observations. <laughs> so you can do what you want to do, but it's the dumbest shit I've ever seen or heard. So take that for what it's worth. You feel me? I hope you do. I love y'all for that. You know what I'm saying? Listen, ladies, this show is kind of catered towards you. Um, It's my way of looking out for the ladies, the dumb shit men do. Listen, I'm going to point out the dumb shit y'all do too. You know what? I'm not, I'm not the guy that's trying to share trade secrets. Like why, why guy, you know, like trying to like, you know, Oh, guys going to do this and that and blah, blah, blah. I'll do some of that stuff, but as I'm not here for the, you know, to share the trade secret. My job is to protect you from yourself and from foolishness, especially when you get a certain age, when you beyond the age of 35 and closer to 40 to me, you should be on a path of, okay, I'm tired of the dumb shit. I'm tired of, you know, relationships falling apart. I'm tired of me falling for, you know, just some words and not no action. And I want to do better. You should be in that phase in your life. Not like you in your teens or your twenties or your early thirties where you're just running wild and you think you know what love is and you fighting all the time with different guys and different girls or whatever the case may be. Listen, first and foremost, if you're in your twenties and in your teens and all of that, and even in your early thirties, and you think this guy is all about you, uh, listen, this day and age, listen, I'm almost 50. And I know how it was when I was, how how I was back in those days. And it's like on steroids right now. The way me and my boys were and stuff like that and the way females were back in the days, it's on steroids now. Guys ain't even got to work no more. Women, y'all not y'all giving up the the most precious part of you to anybody, you know. And guys just taking it anybody, you know what I'm saying? It's just like the coronavirus. I, I was listening to the skit, and it's the funniest skit I've ever heard because it was Denzel Washington and Training Day, and I think I mentioned this before. How everybody is washing their hands and doing all this stuff for coronavirus and this and that. And like, like, like the Denzel voiceover said in the skit, and it was a, it was a scene from a training day when he was in the hood and him and his partner took the bag of money and was going to turn them in and all that other good stuff. And Denzel was trying to get that money to turn over to the Russians and all of that stuff. But he was talking, it was the part where said King Kong ain't got nothing on me, but he was in the voiceover said, you niggas been Dirty dicking and raw dogging for years. <laughs> Should have been quarantined. I thought that was the funny thing, funniest stuff ever. You know, and the guy was pointing a gun. He said, uh, you think bullets going to stop germs? It's that Rona. It's Corona. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I'll post it somewhere. Um, but that was the funniest thing I, I heard. So, um, yeah, just back to, you know, ladies and gentlemen, do better. You know, when you're younger, you do dumb shit. When you're older, you should have learned from a lot of stuff. Now I have female friends that's continuing to this day to do dumb shit, meaning they're 
trying to meet guys and you know the guy comes out he gets what he wants leaves never calls never hear from him ever again but then they go turn right around when the guy calls and he apologizes and say I'm gonna come see you and maybe he comes see you maybe he, do, he doesn't but it's just a circle it's just his way of knowing that he's got somebody out there that he can go cozy up to and he coming to visit you and then he can go back home to whatever he's doing in his hometown. You know what I'm saying? Not saying you the side piece or whatever the case may be. If he ain't trying to be with you and he's not showing you the signs that he's trying to be with you and yet still you running back to him like, you know, you're a lost cause. The Pied Piper, you know, you getting let 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 us let along, you know. That's on you. You got to do better, especially when you're of a certain age. You have to do better. If you don't care about you, the other person ain't going to care about you. You have to love yourself enough to know that I'm not going to allow that to happen to me. You control your happiness, ladies. Fellas, you do too. But I'm talking about the ladies because I love the ladies. And I want the ladies to do better. I want you to strive to do better. You know, there's a bunch of us knucklehead guys out here that's, you know, still playing games, even my age. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying people my age ain't still playing the game, but the only reason why they're still playing the game is because the younger women are drawn to the older guy. So the older guy is just going to, man, I got these young fly honeys coming at me every which way and this and that. I mean, damn, there comes a time, fellas, where – Sex ain't ain't everything. I mean, when it's empty like that, unless you just you, you just want to continue to take body counts, you know, put notches on your belt. But you should have been past all of that by now. You know what I'm saying? So, listen, fellas, let's 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 change the game a little bit. Let's let's especially at our age, especially at my age. You in your mid forties on up. You should be wanting to do differently, all right? You should want to be doing differently. And, uh, hey, if if you just, if you're single and you're doing your thing, that's one thing. You know, but if you, you know, selling dreams and all of that stuff, deception is, is a cruel thing. You don't need to be deceiving nobody because I'm quite sure there's plenty of women out there that's probably cool with just being chill. Let's, let's, let's do the, you know... I'll come see you, you come see me, have a good time, and and it's all good. And y'all respect each other for it because there's no, you know, no uh, no malice involved in that, no deception. So what I'm saying is let's continue to do better. You know what I'm saying? Let's continue to make this journey, what the journey I call the relationship roller coaster, let's make that a fun ride. You know what I'm saying? We all we all gonna go through some ups and downs throughout life, you know, even in your marriages and stuff. You but the key is you work it out, you talk, you come together, y'all listen, take turns. All right, that's how you do it. That's how good relationships are forged by communication, understanding, strength and weaknesses of that your mate. And y'all allow that, y'all run with it. Because first of all, you knew the strength 
and weakness of your mate, hopefully, before you got to the, you know, serious relationship part. But you should be learning. If you don't know, you should be learning it. You should be, and I'm quite sure you probably figured it out by this time. And if it bothers you and you don't want to be in that situation, don't drag yourself or that person in that situation. Let that person go find somebody else. You know, there's some strong women out there that can't deal with that in a man, a weak guy. And it doesn't make the guy weak because he can't do certain. Now, if the guy is not trying to do anything and he's just skating, you know, just on, just in life in general, he's happy-go-lucky and not worried about his, you know, relationship or his dynamic, his family dynamic, you know, being the lead, that's something on him. That's totally on him. But ladies, take care of yourself, fellas. Take care of yourself. And I'm getting ready to hit a button on this board. And I hope it's the right one. All right, I'm out, y'all. I'm Kevin Sugar Bear Carter. And that was what the hell we talking about or what the hell is he talking about? All right, I'm out. Peace.